Welcome to Virtually Amazing, the podcast for virtual assistants with me, Shelley Fischel of Tomorrow's VA and Joe Brianti of JLB Business Consulting. Each week we chat with amazing guest experts all aimed at helping you grow your VA business. So sit back, grab a cuppa and tune in for a fun-filled episode. Welcome listeners to episode number 75 of Virtually Amazing. And uh, 75 is quite a, a nice rounded number, three times 25, three quarters of a hundred. I don't know, just my brain playing tricks on me this morning. Um, but it's also our very last episode for this round of Virtually Amazing. I mentioned a few weeks ago that Joe and I had felt that we'd come to the end of the natural life of the podcast for now. Uh, we may come back again in the future, but for right now, um, with everything that's going in in our own businesses and everything that's just generally going on with all our guests, we decided it's time to stop. So uh, I thought today would be a good time maybe for a bit of reflection. So Joan, what do you feel about us coming to the end of the podcast for now uh you know mostly i feel quite sad we've had some real fun together laughing and joking as we've created this um our friendship has grown hugely i think over the last sort of 12 or 18 months we've been doing this yeah and Think about all those amazing people that we've spoken to and got to know about their businesses. And um, yeah, so there's an element of sadness in, in that, you know, that, that regular catch up with you and the meeting of all those new people. But um, as we discussed, it's the right time, you know, and 75 is a brilliantly round number, as you said. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I agree. I am sad that it's coming to an end. However, it is um, definitely a, a business decision from my perspective. I mean, I have thoroughly enjoyed the whole process and I just just thoroughly enjoyed the whole thing. Uh, our catch ups, as you say, and our friendship has grown and that's not going to change. We'll still have a maybe a monthly catch up or something, a, a virtual coffee where we can find out. I, mean, I always need to know how, how your twins are eating you out of house and home. I, I you know, <laughs> got to know about that. Um, and yeah, but, uh, but from, um, so yes, I'm sad that it's coming to an end, but on the other hand, it's a bit freeing for me, the fact that it's coming to an end, if I'm being honest with you. Yeah. And I think it's important also for, for our listeners, because we all start projects, we start doing things because we think they're the great thing to do. It's the best thing since sliced bread. And, and I think half the art is also knowing when to stop. Um, and, 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 uh, and, and the honest truth is we don't have a list of guests queuing to say, please, banging on our door to come on the podcast. And it was becoming um, time consuming to approach people all the time. So it's just kind of come to its natural end point. But for our very last guest, we have a wonderful guest lined up for you today. We have the great Laura Artiro. I think I've pronounced her name correctly. I'm sure she'll correct me if I'm wrong when she comes on. Uh, and we're going to be talking mindset. And I think that's quite a good one to end on as well. Yeah. So I yeah. think we'd better go and queue, up, queue it up for her. See you in a minute. 
Welcome back, listeners. And we have now been joined by the lovely Laura Artiro. Have I pronounced that correctly? Yeah, actually, you did pretty well. <laughs> I have a thing about names. Our listeners will know. I always ask guests because I don't like it when people mispronounce my name. So I shouldn't mispronounce others' names. So there we go. So, so um, Laura is our guest. Laura is somebody that Joe knows. So um, nice to meet you properly for the first time, Laura. Nice and uh, do you want to tell our listeners a little bit about you, who you are, what you do and how you help people? Yeah. So um, Laura or Laura, both are fine. <laughs> I'm originally from Italy, but I've been a Londoner for almost 20 years now. And I'm a hypnotherapist and a mindfulness meditation teacher. So uh, to describe a little bit what I do, I work with people who think they are not good enough, mainly. And I help them reframe this in a talk, because um, although most people really believe they're not good enough, actually, this is just a story they believe in about themselves. But what we believe to be totally true about ourselves can actually block us to do things that we want to do very often. And so that can create anxiety, uh, stress, uh, fear. So mainly my clients um, are deciding to, to work with me because they feel stressed or anxious, or they have some fears like fears of heights, mm -hmm. fears of speaking in public, fears of not meeting friends, not being able to socialize and, and things like that. Um, and I work with my clients with both hypnotherapy and mindfulness. And there are, let's say that when, when I do therapy with my clients, I use both, both tools, let's call mm -hmm. them tools, because both are uh, pretty amazing. Uh, but sometimes people just want to explore what is mindfulness. And for this, I, I, I teach mindfulness or so courses, either in group or private, in companies. And, and then after a few, a few months of experiencing mindfulness, people start to understand how transformative it is. Because sometimes the way people... Um, decide to approach mindfulness is just exploration. Mm -hmm. um, luckily, it's becoming more and more popular, which means more people want to know what is really this about, because there are so <laughs> many myths and misconceptions about it. So, yeah, this is, this is in a nutshell what I do. Oh, what that's interesting. Exactly is mindfulness? <laughs> you know, Joe, when I teach mindfulness, Usually I start saying what mindfulness is not. Okay. <laughs> because there are too many myths to dismantle yeah. before actually going to see what it is. Um, but to answer your question, mindfulness is, is basically a mind training, is training the mind to stay and be in the present moment and to return in the present moment. You know, life is not in the past and not in the future. Um, it's not so easy to grasp, but it's mm. just like this. So the past is gone and you can think of the past. You can have memories you treasure and that's fine. But to change the past, that's not possible because it's not, it's not there. It's only a memory. And the future is the same. The future doesn't exist. 
you can plan for the future and humans have disability because we have an incredible brain, but we can't make, we can't be sure that is going to go exactly as we planned it. So the future does not exist. The only thing that we have, this is the only thing we have is the present moment. But somehow with our evolved brain, we just are so much in the past and in the future, ruminating, thinking, oh, if only I didn't do this, she didn't say that, or and in future now it will be <laughs> terrible. But all this is not existence. The only thing we have is the present. And they run many studies now, scientific studies, because um, scientists got curious about the mind of meditators. And there's one incredible study run um, by Harvard. And basically what they discovered is that we spend almost 47% of our time. So half of our time, let's say, mm -hmm. in the past and in the future. I call this in our inner cinema, which means that we don't leave what we have. <laughs> we are oh, not in gosh. the present. But in the same study, they discovered that the, actually the people that are not present with their mind, with what they are doing, they are less happy than when they are present. And I find it's an incredible waste of our precious time to spend half of our life ruminating about things not going as we, want, we like. <laughs> because the opportunity to make them as we want or to enjoy life is in the present. Yeah. So mindfulness is teaching your brain to be present and to return to the present and return to the present because naturally it doesn't stay there. <laughs> that, and that allows people to enjoy life more. That's a fantastic description. And it's, I think, the best one I've heard. Yeah. So, um, yeah, no, thank you for that. Thank you for that. That was, that was, that's great because it's true. We, we allow the things that have gone before to color how we feel about the things that are going to come. Um, yes. And we all have this little voice that sits there yeah. and says, oh, you're not good enough because this yes. failed last time. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it's so true. But that's fascinating. 47% of our time we live in the past or the future, uh, probably more the past than the future, I would think. Um, it's very personal. Yeah, mm. that's mm. that's that's fascinating. So, Joe, did that answer your question? Yeah. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely staggered by that figure that you know that we do think so much about what's gone and worry about what's come instead of enjoying that moment whatever or you know um as business owners we kind of sit particularly it's pertinent I think Laura at this time of year where we're all thinking about what happens post Christmas 2022 we're planning our work schedule and our forecasts and our budgets and we're all focused on what happens next week, next month, next year at this moment in time. And also, we're very busy reviewing what happened this year. In a way, we've done it as well, Shelley, because we've reviewed what's happened with the podcast, and yeah. where we want it to go and all of those things. So it's really interesting. So how would you recommend that people start with getting in, into that, I don't know whether it's getting into the zone or whatever, where they do sort of say, right, that's, that's just now. How, how, do you, how do you start with that process? Um, start meditating. <laughs> 
So there are actually, because meditation is so popular, there are many ways that people can use to explore um, meditation. Um, they can attend one of my courses. They can download an app. There are many apps and uh, many apps are free for the first 10 days or so. And that's totally enough. It's good. Um, I'm sure that there are resources on YouTube or everywhere, but it's just about staying present and allowing yourself to return to the present without without being too harsh with yourself because you went to the past and the future and the past and the future because it happens. One of the main misconceptions of mindfulness is that when people meditate, they empty the mind and they have no thought, but that's not possible. This, this is just totally unreal. Um, the mind is made to think. So simply not attaching yourself to the thought or stop following them. The moment you realize you had a thought and okay, let me return to the present. So it's not really being in any zone whatsoever, it's just being present. We are so rarely present. So, you know, now I don't have it next to me, but usually I have a, a cup of coffee and it's just like, can you enjoy this coffee? Let me, oh, the smell, the taste. I love the cup. And you enjoy and treasure that little moment with actually is your present right now and is worthy, is worthy of your time. Um, so this is one thing. But then if you allow me, I just want to say something. You said something so true, Joe, about this period of uh, the year and especially when Christmas is approaching or is just past and we make resolutions and we say, ah, I can't wait for the new year to start. And and I wrote a blog about this. So if you had on my website, on my blog, you will find, I think it was called 14 Days to Christmas some, or to New Year. I wrote it last year this time. Um, and it's just about this. There are like, there were at the moment, 14 days that separated us to the beginning of 2021. We thought, not another year, like the 2020, mm -hmm. I can't wait to be over. What a shame. We still had 14 days to totally enjoy and live because nothing really changed just because it changes one year. Yeah. Uh, it's just in the head. Yeah. And, and I think that's the point. I know that when I am focused on a project and I'm in that project and I'm not thinking about anything else, those are the times when you feel that you've accomplished the most and you enjoy what you're doing the most when you are yeah. present in that thing, rather than thinking, well, I've still got this to do and I've still got that to do and I've still got this to do and why didn't I do it that way? Um, but just being in it and just getting on with it. Um, yes. And it's great to have a plan but sometimes the plan is just a plan it doesn't actually it's it's not a thing it's it's a map you want to follow but when you know when you go places you don't always follow the map do you <laughs> not if you're like me you get lost along the way if you're like me I'm terrible <laughs> at map reading but uh, <coughs> I think that's I think that's 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 handy so what sort of things can our listeners do to help themselves in this however many days it is to Christmas, New Year or whatever, um, to bring themselves back into that present. And yes, to make that plan for next year, but not to dwell on what went wrong last year, but to say, okay, we've got a new plan. Let's start. For, basically, what I think you're saying is start from now 
we always yes. need to start from now, don't we? Yes. Um, there's one mantra I always repeat to myself, which is begin again. I can begin again anytime. I can begin again. So one of the uh, most incredible thing of mindfulness and is not something you get right away, you get along the way, is that ability, the opportunity to be kind towards ourselves. Mm -hmm. We are very much um, at war with ourselves, always saying that we are not good enough, we have not performed well, we, are, we failed and we will fail. Instead, the opportunity to, to say, you know what, it's okay. Went to the past, I went to the future, fine. And just return to the present, no strings attached. I just begin again. And that little softness, instead of making us not good enough, actually give us the opportunity to not do things so well, which will make us do things much better and to um, be more productive much more productive when we have this kindness towards ourselves and you learn it by closing the eyes and trying to follow your breath and and return to the present each time uh, for people that have never practiced mindfulness before following the breath is a bit abstract mm -hmm. so usually i start with something that is called a body scan um, but it's not it's not a relaxing body scan mindfulness is not necessarily um, relaxation is more like um, let me just notice what sensations I have on my right foot and if the mind goes on the left you just return to the right and then you move perhaps to the left foot and you isolate the sensation just on the left foot and like this you explore your own body by accepting that there may be sensations on the left foot or no sensations and what kind of sensations maybe not those that you expected eh, it doesn't matter this is what it is this is one very good practice another one could be just counting your breath so you simply sit straight which is not lying or, or going very softly on an armchair it means like you are very present so you you held your your spine upright and close the eyes and simply count every time there's an inhale, you say one and then two, three, up to the 10th inhale. After that, you start counting the exhales instead and count until the 10th exhales. And then you start again to the 10th inhale. And you do maybe this for a, a few cycles and then open the eyes. And that means you're to the present, to the present, to the present. Well, that's really useful. That's really useful because I've always, every so often I'll do the breathe into the count of four, hold for four and breathe out for the count yep. of four. Um, yeah. And sometimes that works and sometimes it doesn't work. So <laughs> because your brain does, it runs all over the place while you're doing that, even though that's what you're trying to still, um, it yeah. still goes off and does its own thing. Uh, Buddhist monks, um, say something i use very often as well that our mind is a bit like a monkey and you know monkey is a cheeky and so there's one thought another thought another thought another thought and to quiet the mind you give a job to the monkey mind the job can be follow the breath but can also be you know uh, be present with what you're doing so if you are eating be present while you eat 
You don't eat while you watch something on the phone or you speak to someone. You dedicate that moment of eating like a mindfulness meditation practice and you savor each bite. You notice the color, the smell, the taste, and you take time to savor each of the moments that um, make your lunch. This can be a very good practice. Hmm. Okay, I think that's one I'm going to try. <laughs> I'm going to try. I'm going to try all of the things you suggested this morning, Joe. You were going to say so, something. This is so interesting because this is quite out of my comfort zone. I think it's quite fair to say, and I. I would never have thought, I mean, I've known about that breathing for four and, and the four breathing, but this is really very interesting. Hmm. So what are you going to be doing, Joe? What are you going to be doing out of these things that Laura has suggested? I like Laura. We, um, when we, we um, oh, it must be about 10 years ago, uh, where we, we, we don't live in London anymore. Our listeners know we, I, I live in Israel. Uh, Joe is in London. Joe is in London. I'm in Israel. I uh, came here just over two years ago. And we used to have um, students come to our synagogue every so often uh, from all over. And we had a, a group of Italian students, one of whom was called Laura. And she was the most amazing cook. Um, so much so that she was a chef in a local kosher restaurant and they named the lasagna it was lasagna di laura it was the, most, <laughs> the best lasagna i've got to tell you it was the best lasagna so i love the name laura it makes me think of her she's so lovely she her, her dream was to work her way around all the restaurants and work all over the world which mm. i'm sure she accomplished that sounds fabulous. <laughs> but yeah, no, 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 yeah. I, I, I really like this idea of using the, the counting the breaths mm -hmm. in and out to kind of help you come back to kind of where you are, particularly if you're having that kind of day. And we've all had them where you, you kind of feel a bit overwhelmed with work and there's so much going on and, you know, you've only got to have as a parent... A, the school ring up because your child is sick or you know and and in these covid times we've all had these dramas that have impacted our world and i really like the idea of just taking those few moments to kind of count that breathing to kind of bring you back and to help you i, I can imagine that being very is the word stilling or mm. you know, yeah yes <clears throat> It's stilling, is that the right word? I'm, you know, but I know we know what you mean. Bringing you yeah. back into your focus here rather than trying to 400 million things all on the go at the same time. Which... Well, you, you never do that, do you, Joe? 400 million things all at once? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be a working parent if I didn't have some of those days you know and, um, of course I'm joking and, and I'm sure that a lot of our listeners and you know you've had that Shelley when you've been sort of thinking about your children all over the place and I know Lara is a um a working mum as well with all the the, the things so you know maybe 400 million is a bit of an exaggeration but <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be funny if it wasn't exaggerated Joe, so that's good no 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 it's it's great. And I think I think our listeners can can learn quite a lot from <clears throat> anything that we've discussed so far today um, about about 
coming back to the present. Um, it's, it's, it's actually been really focusing for me, this conversation, because I have got a new project on the go. And the list of things to do is kind of from here to next year and beyond. And whenever I look at, oh God, I've got so many things to do. It's very, it is, as you said, Joe, very overwhelming. But at the end of the day, as you said earlier, Lara, it, 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 it isn't there yet. It doesn't exist yet. That's just a plan. And um, all I can really focus on is what I'm going to do now in the next hour. So, um, so I think that's been a really valuable lesson for me today. So thank you for that. Um, it's come sure. at a, a good time for me. Um, <laughs> is there anything else you'd like to tell our listeners, Laura, or how they can get yeah. in touch with you? And of course, we will put your details on the web page that goes with this episode. But yes. Uh, how can they say that i um i have a short uh, like only eight minutes guided meditation and since the conversation went very much into meditation if the listeners want to have it they can just email me and i'll send it over uh, for free um it can be a very good way to start meditation um very simple eight minutes is not is not a big chunk of time so people can start thinking yeah um i can give it a go i can i can try yeah and on that note i also wanted to say that um joe um so two things one thing is that if if the listeners ever want to approach meditation just know you don't have to spend an hour meditating every day that is not necessary uh just a few minutes can actually change the day mm-hmm. they completely change the day it's like you set up your brain for how you want it to work or the mind. Um, another thing linked to what Joe was saying of returning to a, a more stillness. Um, this is not proper meditation. These are other things that I teach, but there are ways in which you can use the breath that is really, really helpful. So as Shelley mentioned, uh, breathing into four, you can actually breathe into four Pose to seven and breathe out to eight. And this is going to calm Mm. you down. This is about calming yourself down. It's just how you use the autonomic nervous system. It's a a trick to the nerves, basically, but it does work. So you breathe in to the count of four. You hold the breath to the count of seven. And then you breathe out slowly to the count of eight. You do it three times in a row. You're calm you are calm yeah that that sounds very much like it would work to me because the four one does work but you have to do it a few times for kind of and be really concentrating um but breathing pausing for seven and breathing out for eight that that sounds difficult i'm going to give that a go i'm sure it's not as difficult make sure that it's comfortable for you you can you can count as quick as you want it's it's very personal but you will see it really calms down the nerves and whew, it helps. I use it very often. <laughs> it does help. <laughs> I'm definitely going to be emailing you for a copy of this guided meditation. It sounds brilliant. I've You've debunked a myth there because whenever people talk about meditation and starting their day with it, they talk about doing an hour of meditation and, and, and sitting there you know and I, I've never been able to see how I could do that not not of course not because I couldn't allocate the time I just can't 
see it. So to try it for eight minutes, that would be fabulous. So I will definitely be emailing you later for that. Yeah. And a chair is good. Huh? You don't have to sit cross-legged. No need for this. <laughs> I can't Just do that chair. anymore. <laughs> Perfectly good. <laughs> I'm very relieved to hear that because sitting on the floor cross-legged is one thing I cannot do anymore. So anyway, can't get down there. <laughs> Anyway, Laura, it's been an absolute pleasure talking to you today. Thank you so much for being our guest and Thank for you. having such a great episode to wind up our series, episode number 75. So thank you so much for coming. And listeners, I'm sure you will have gleaned lots of useful information from that. And uh, Joe and I will come back and chat with you again in just a minute. Thank you very much for having me. It's been a total pleasure. Thank you. Welcome back, listeners, to the ending of episode 75, our last episode. And uh, Joe and I were just chatting about how we might finish this off. And I feel like we ought to be having a party of some sort, but it's middle of the morning or it's 12 minutes, it's two minutes past 12 for me. So alcohol is not on the agenda quite yet. And it's 10 o'clock in the morning for you. So. Yeah, definitely not on the agenda in the <laughs> <No>. UK. <laughs> So, uh, so I thought that, but we did bring some Cadbury's chocolate back because we've just been in the UK for a week with our kids. We went for our son's um, 31st birthday because we couldn't be there for his 30th birthday last year because of the pandemic. Um, so we flew, we've, we, we got back last night. So we did bring back some chocolate. So maybe I was sneaky. And what about the tea bags, Shelley? Just tell them about that sack of a thousand tea bags. <laughs> yeah, so um, so here in Israel, we can get Yorkshire tea, which is the tea we like, but it's about four times the price, as you would expect. When it's imported, it's more expensive. So whenever we go back to the UK, we always bring tea bags back with us. Uh, in fact, any Brit that we know, the one thing they say, are you going to England? Can you bring us back some tea? It's either that or Cadbury's chocolate. And um, so we ordered, or my husband ordered on Amazon. He went on Amazon before we went and had it delivered to our son's house, um, 1,040 tea bags. But of course, on Amazon, it's a picture. Now, if any of you follow me on Facebook, you'll have seen the picture that I shared um, on my personal profile. So you may not be following me because I don't follow everybody personally. I have a business profile and a personal one. So uh, I, I shared a photo of it and it's 1,040 Yorkshire tea bags which weighs 3.25 kilos. That's seven pounds of tea. And um, we, we, we yeah. couldn't pack it in the suitcase. It's hard, the size of it, the bulk is half a suitcase. Um, so we unpacked this tea bag of bags of tea. And we, I bought some very large Ziploc bags and we've decanted them into about seven or eight very large Ziploc bags, which go flat. So they're all flat. So that's, and we had to divide them between two suitcases because it was just too much to put in one. So that's the tea bag story. Yes. We, we now have tea probably for the next at least six months. So uh, we'll, we'll see. We, 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 we're oh, heading back. So funny. It, is very, it was very funny. It was very funny. So, uh, so that was, uh, that was something David, when we got there, David, suddenly I was in the kitchen. David had been upstairs where the bag had been left for us. And he came down, he said, what do you think about this? big uh, but yes yeah, so uh yorkshire tea tea bags that's that's our that's i that maybe that's what i'll do to celebrate i'll go have a cup of yorkshire tea so that when i brilliant. say yeah when i say celebrate um i don't mean it in the sense of 
it's the most wonderful thing in the world that the podcast is coming to an end. But I think it's important to mark an ending of something. Um, mm. I, I started the podcast, I had the idea, it was something I wanted to do for the VA community. And also for myself to get myself um, in front of my um, chosen audience so that you all got to know me and you got to know what I provide and my training. And maybe you would buy some courses along the way. You never know. And uh, but I have thoroughly enjoyed the recording process. Um, I, I think maybe I've got that little hankering somewhere to have been, a, you know, like a newsreader or something. I have really enjoyed this part of it. And, um, and I think we have both learned a lot from all of our guests along yeah. the way. Huge. And I think it's when we talked, when we, we did that episode about the project life cycle a couple of weeks ago, um, I really do think things do have a cycle um, yeah. and there is a time for everything. And, and now there's the time for us to, to draw the curtain on the current round of this podcast, which isn't to say that we'll never resurrect it. Um, if everybody starts writing in and saying, I'll be your guest and please start again, maybe we will someday, mm. um, but not, not right now anyway. Mm. What are your thoughts, Jo? I agree. And, and it is important to mark change, development, endings, beginnings. And, and we all do those naturally in our own personal lives, our business lives, whether that is with an, a, launching a new service, whether that is ending a service, starting with a client, ending with a client, birthdays, Christmas, all of our traditional festivals that we celebrate in whatever way that is. And so we're used to marking things yeah. and you know going back to that conversation about the project life cycle for somebody like me who lives in a project life cycle virtually all the time and that's been my world this makes sense and at the end of every big project there was always a party yeah. whether that was you know we all went down the calf or nine times out of ten it was an early finish and a couple of beers but either way, you celebrated the end and the successes. And I think yeah. we've we've had a really successful and very enjoyable time on the podcast. You know, as you say, there's been so many interesting people. We've all learned so much from each other. We've shared good, bad, indifferent, got tips that, I would never have thought of, maybe you would never have thought of, maybe our listeners would never have thought of. So I think it's it, it's been a really successful and um, great, great fun project to be a part of. Yeah, absolutely. And and yes, I, I think um, I think we have had a successful time, certainly by the occasional comments that we get. And on the uh, topic of comments see I lost got tongue-tied there on the topic of comments listeners if you have gained anything from the podcast over the last 75 episodes which is 
we're close to two years. But I, I really wanted to get to May. To be quite honest, I wanted to get to May. So I could say we've been going two years. But we, we, we can't do that for all the different reasons that we have in our own lives as to why we, why we are choosing to finish now. So if you have gained something, I'd love to hear from you. I've had a couple of um, personal emails from listeners telling me how valuable they found the podcast. Uh, and that makes us feel all warm and fuzzy inside. So yes. please give us some more warm and fuzzy feelings. We really love it. Mm -hmm. um, it just helps. You, you all know how nice it is when a client says to you, that was a job well done or gives you a testimonial or something nice. So if you could let us know either on the Virtually Amazing um, podcast Facebook page or drop an email to Joe or myself. I'm Shelley at tomorrowsva.com. Joe is Joe at jlbsupportsolutions.co.uk. And we, we just would love to hear from you. And, and we'd love to know what impact we've had on your life and what change you've managed to make as a result of maybe something one of our guests said that has had a positive impact on you. Because it's all about making a positive impact on person. And yes, I did want to get in front of you, but I've also wanted to enable some form of lasting impact on people as well so i hope that you will do that and um, keep an eye out for what's coming next joe is seeging off into more gdpr stuff you're yes. becoming even more qualified than you already are aren't you yep um i am booked to do my um sip e and sip m which is the data protection legislation and privacy management um, accreditations in February next year. So that's two weeks of 40 hours a week just on reading about GDPR. How exciting. <laughs> I'm glad you think it's exciting. <laughs> I'm embarking on my new uh, Mastering Microsoft Office for the Savvy Assistant program, which will launch around the PA show in March. Um, I have a ton of new content to record. It's going to be all based off of Windows 11 and the new look Microsoft Office. You may have seen Office has been updated in the last three, four weeks. It's being rolled out slowly. Um, and one day you'll turn on your computer and it will just look different. Nothing else much is different. A couple of new bits, but mainly it's, it's the same, but it all looks different. So rather than refresh all of the content that I already have, I've decided to create a brand new program. Um, it's called Mastery, Microsoft Office Mastery for the Savvy Assistant. Bit of a mouthful, but it will do what it says on the tin. There'll be two levels, um, Office Essentials for the Savvy Assistant or Essential, Essential Office for the Savvy Assistant and Office Mastery for the Savvy Assistant. And, you know, there'll be the basic stuff that every assistant really needs in the Essential Package. Uh, and then some extras, obviously, in the mastery package. And uh, there's about 28 modules of that to record altogether. So that's going to keep me rather busy over the next uh, few months, plus all the marketing that goes along with that. So listeners, if you'd like to uh, hear about when that's available, um, on the web page for this episode, we will add the Join Maestro link so that you can join the waiting join the the, the waiting list uh, and there won't be lots of emails on that until i've got something to tell people because right now it's a plan so uh oh, but it, it will happen i am determined starting on sunday i'm going to be full flow recording so that's going to be fun um so yes listeners sad to say goodbye 
Um, but it's nice to have new things to look forward to. Jo's got her new qualifications. I've got my new program to sort. I'm sure that all of you, this is going out on January the 10th. You'll have started the year strong with a strong plan for 2022 of what you would like to achieve. But do remember to bring yourself back to the present from time to time and savor what you are achieving. Because I think sometimes we get lost in the doing and the planning and we forget to mark the success yeah. of what we're actually doing. And that's what I want this little segment to be. I feel we have had a very successful podcast yeah. and I hope listeners that you think so too. Yeah. I'm not going to say goodbye completely because we may be back. Thank you for listening. You have been listening to Virtually Amazing, the podcast for virtual assistants with Shelley Fischel and Joe Brianti. We will be back with you again next week with yet another amazing episode. See you then.